How many times in here has life presented us with a challenge, a problem, an opportunity, a struggle, any form of adversity today, and life presents us on the screen of our mind, of our life, and it says, a new version of you, U2.0, is available to you right now. Would you like to download it now? Yes or no? Okay or cancel? Download it now or later. Welcome to Philosopher Insights, the podcast that delivers wisdom in minutes a day that you can put into practice daily and strive to master over a lifetime. The podcast committed to sharing ideas that encourage you to bridge the gap between who you are today and the person you aspire to be in the future. Hi, my name is Herb Lamba and welcome to my podcast where I will share practical insights from the world's best authors. Knowledge isn't power, applied knowledge is. The quest to become the best version of you starts right now. So I have one question for you. How many people, by a show of hands, own or have used a computer, tablet, or phone? Wow, that's all of you, right? Now, how many people in here have ever had the message on their computer, tablet, or phone, the following? The message is, a new version of your software is available for download. Would, version 2.0, would you like to download it now? Who in here has ever had that message? by show of hands, yes. Now, how many people have actually ignored that message? Said no to it or just completely said, oh, I'm not gonna do it, I'm too busy. Right, I have too. What happens if you continuously ignore that message over time, weeks, days, months perhaps? Your computer begins to slow down and it doesn't run as effectively and as efficiently as you want it to and as it is intended to, to run. The point being is this, in the case of antivirus software, which in today's advanced technological world, it is updating on its own without you having to do anything. Now imagine for a second, you actually had to update your software every second into your antivirus software. If you continuously ignored that message, what would happen? Viruses would take your computer, slow it down, corrupt it, and eventually, worst case scenario, would crash. Who in here has ever had their computer crash on them all of a sudden? I have. Who likes that? (laughs) Right? Nobody likes that. Of course not. Now, what is the primary intent of an update or upgrade in your software? So it does the complete opposite. Right? So it fixes all the bugs. So it fixes all the errors. So it updates your operating system so your operating system can run that much more smoothly, productively, and effectively. Ladies and gentlemen, I have just given you one of the greatest metaphors for life itself. How many times in here has life presented us with a challenge, a problem, an opportunity, a struggle, any form of adversity today, and life presents us on the screen of our mind, of our life, and it says, a new version of you, U2.0, is available to you right now. Would you like to download it now? Yes or no? Okay or cancel, download it now or later. Now, what happens if we turn away from that message? Then we begin to slow down. And a whole host of viruses, mind and life viruses, show up plaguing our body, minds, and spirit in our hearts in the form of phobias, addictions, fears, anxieties, physical dis-ease shows up. And we wonder why. Now, what is the primary intent of having an update or upgrade like that in our life? What is the primary intent of that? And the intent is this. So you can work faster, stronger, more efficiently, 
be wiser, more intellectually sound. And ultimately, at the end of the day, these challenges that show up are to prepare us for the next challenges in life. I like to use the metaphor for weight training. If your goal is to lift 100 pounds over your head eventually in six months, and you can only lift 40 pounds over your head, you must start with 40 and then eventually move up to 45 and 50 and 60. If you don't train the muscle, when it comes time to do the actual lift for 100, you're not going to be able to do it. The same thing goes for life. We must have mental muscle, emotional muscle, heart muscle, spiritual muscle. Now, sometimes when we face in our computer and it says, would you like to download it now? Yes or no. If we actually press yes on it, sometimes do we not get a message that says something on the lines of, before you download this, you must first accept the terms and conditions of this agreement, blah, 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 blah. And there's about 50 pages, which no one reads, right? And then you got to press click on the square box at the bottom and then press yes. In life, if you choose to accept the terms and conditions of your challenge, your adversity, what you're really telling me is this. You're accepting the terms and conditions to take responsibility, full responsibility for what shows up in your life. Now, there's a whole slew, plethora of challenges and problems that show up in our life daily from the outside world, the weather, the economy that we have no control over, disease, our, our boyfriend or our girlfriend might leave us, our husband or our wife might leave us. Those are things we certainly can't control. However, would you not agree that going back to university, going back to college, or upgrading your skills and getting new certifications on a yearly basis, would that not constitute an upgrade and update in your life software? Yes. Yes. Would not nurturing your relationship with your kids, your family, your friends, God, the universe, and continuously meeting the needs of those you love constitute an upgrade and update in your software? Would that not constitute an upgrade and update in your life? Yes. Would not seeking counseling and coaching and coming to seminars like this and seeing me speak constitute an upgrade and update in the software? Yes, of course. But I'm not so easily convincing and naive to think that life is as easy as pressing a button on the screen of your life, and yes, and within seconds, our life is better. I like the metaphor, you know, remember The Matrix? Who's seen The Matrix before, the movie The Matrix? Great metaphor. Neo is played by Keanu Reeves, who's the primary hero protagonist in the movie, and, he, and he's asleep in a dream called The Matrix. And they find him, they pull him out. He's the hero, he's the savior. And there comes a point in the movie, I love this. He's sitting in a chair, and they plug him into this computer and they start uploading, downloading new software into his brain. His computer's a brain, or his brain is a computer. And as the guy's shuffling through the disks, he's skipping the loading program, training program, all these things, he goes right to combat training. And as he sticks it in, Neo looks at him and goes, I'm gonna learn jujitsu? And the guy goes, through the seconds, he's a jujitsu master and he can chop his way through life and everything's all fine. And within hours, He's mastered every single martial arts discipline known to man within hours. And later on in the movie, his girlfriend is standing on top of a building. And she calls the guy up and says, I need to learn to fly this particular model of a helicopter. Could you do that? The, the guy puts the disc in, she can learn how to fly a helicopter. No problem. Now, as much as there's some differences between the metaphors I've used in computers and our life, there are some similarities. And let me point this out. We may not be able to fly a helicopter or learn martial arts in seconds or minutes, but we can do it over a lifetime, in 10 hours, 10 weeks, 10 months, if we just consciously choose to face what's in front of us. 
choose what we, to face what's in front of us. Now, I believe the next three components are elemental in upgrading and updating your software, which basically are a condensed version of what I write in my book, The ABCs of Life, Living a Life of Power, Purpose, and Passion. And they are as follows. Faith, fire, and flexibility. Now, ultimately, when we meet a challenge, when we face a struggle in our life, and we turn away from that struggle, are we do, operating from a level of faith or from a level of fear? Fear. Now, let's define fear for a second. We may have all heard that acronym of fear, right? False evidence appearing real. That's nice. I like the more pragmatic, simplistic version. Forget everything and run. <laughs> Just run as fast as you can. Turn away and run. Everything's going to get better. But in the simplest terms, in the simplest definitions possible, fear is simply this, and listen clearly. Fear is trusting that the worst, the bad, the wrong, the ugly will happen regardless of any physical evidence to suggest that it will. So let's say you fear getting in a car accident or you fear losing your job. What you're really telling me is this. You're trusting that those things are going to happen regardless of any physical evidence to suggest that it will. You might actually be sitting in your bed fearing these things and because you're fearing and, and focusing on it, you're feeling it. What is faith? Faith, listen clearly, I love this definition. Focused awareness and trusting harmony. But at its base, let's define it more clearly and more effectively. Faith is simply trusting that the best, the good, the righteous, and the beautiful will happen regardless of any physical evidence to suggest that it will. So whatever struggle you are going through currently in your life right now, personally, professionally, whether it's in your control or not, if you meet that with faith and courage, what you're basically telling me is this that you're going to trust that no matter what's happening, no matter how bad it is, you're going to trust that the good, the best, the righteous, and the beautiful will happen regardless of any physical evidence to suggest that it will. In fact, evidence might suggest that it won't work out, but you're going to trust anyway. Second, fire versus ice. When I think of ice, I think of someone who's paralyzed and, and frozen by fear. Anxiety, worry, inadequacy, unworthiness. We've all been there before. And out of that frozen, cold heart arises one word that I can think of. Cynicism. A cynic. And out of that cynic arises three components that is outlined so beautifully in the self-help book, self-help classic book by Dale Carnegie, How to Win Friends and Influence People. And he says this, criticize, condemn, and complain. People that have a cold heart, frozen heart, start to criticize life, their friends, their family. They start to condemn God, the universe, or whoever. They start to complain about virtually everything that shows up in their life, regardless if it's good or not. When I think of fire, I think of the awesome power of the sun that heats our whole entire planet. That without it, we'd all be dust. That I think, when I think of fire, I think of blazing determination. I think of burning desire. That when you focus the energy of the sun through a magnifying glass, when it's focused, it can sear and burn through anything. They say that you can measure the IQ of any human being on the planet, which in today's world means this much. But they can never measure the heart, the hunger, the drive, the power 
of the human spirit of a man, woman, or child. You've been listening to Philosopher Insights with your host, Herb Lambert. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To go deeper with me, you can register for free at www.philosopherinsights.com for instant access to a growing library of Philosopher Insights, which are 8 to 10 page PDFs, plus 20 minute MP3s that break down my favorite insights from the world's best personal development books. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Facebook at Optimal Herb. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.